and very cheerful to look at. Ladies and gentlemen, for 14 years now, we've asked old Santa Claus for audiences like you. And for 14 years, he's granted our wish. And so thanks for all the wonderful Christmases you've given us. And on behalf of the Johnson Wax people and everyone on the program, we'd like to wish you the merriest Christmas ever. Here's to a bright, merry Christmas With all of the old-fashioned love we knew As long as you live, may the years always give An old-fashioned Christmas to This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. And Merry Christmas from December 21, 1948. Pepper, Mickey, and Molly. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Walden. What's up? What's up? Let me see what I got here. Oh, see, I had a page and I closed it out. Shame on me. I've got some good stuff. You keep talking for one second. Oh, oh I have, no, I have to give... Our number is 714... Five four five two zero seven one. You know, another Patricia favor where she's fussing around. You know, she right there. I'm fussing. fussing. Yes, yeah. I'm a fusser. Uh huh. I am so a fusser. Okay. Whatever the fusser is, if you can tell me what the fusser is, I would like to know. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. Is that somebody the same as doodling? Hmm. No, it's uh, just fussing. Fussing. It's it's not doodling. Mm. No, doodling is with a pencil. Oh, what is he gonna do on a computer? What's it? What's that called? Um, fussing. Oh, okay. All right. Seven one four, five four five two zero seven one. We'd love to talk to you. We have the phone line open. You know, we're we're here. We're here to put you. We're here to serve. Yeah, we're here to serve. Yes. And I have questions. For um, the Fibber fans who listened to that show, and even for the ones who didn't listen to that <laughs> show, because maybe they know the answers anyway, and they can win a prize, because you'll get a CD with your favorite radio station or shows on it if you answer the question that I had been asking forever, and nobody got the question, but now it should be pretty easy. What is Teenie's real name? That should be a gimme. And this next question, Doc Gamble asked Fibber if he planned to use a specific thing when Fibber was decorating the tree. What was that thing? And the third one is, Mr. Wimple wrote a poem about Santa. What was he on the corner? Wrote a poem about Santa on the corner. Oh, about Santa on the co- on the corner. <laughs> I left out a word. I can't read my own. <laughs> See what happens when you don't fuss? Uh, Mr. Wimple wrote a poem about the Santa on the corner. What was he encouraging people to do? So what was Teeny's real name? What did Doc ask Fibber what he was going to use when Fibber decorated the tree? And Mr. P- Mr. Wimple, I think I better go to bed, Walden. Uh, Wimple wrote a poem about Santa on the street corner. 
what was he encouraging people to do? 714-545-2071. And we still have Walden's question out there for grabs because he didn't know the answer. What was the Grinch's dog's name? Walden didn't know that because he didn't listen to the Grinch last night. He tried to tell us that he listened to pieces of it, but it were you were the wrong pieces. I was pieces out. You were pieced out. <laughs> and then we had two other questions out there. In the show, It's a Wonderful Life, What Happened When a Bell Rang? And which is the correct name of Clement Moore's, po uh, Clement Moore's Christmas poem? Is it Twas the Night Before Christmas or A Visit from St. Nicholas? Also, I asked what, what Christmas, hum, Christmas hymn was constructed for guitar. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of stuff. All right. Now I'm going to tell you who had who had been born on Christmas. Which people had Christmas birthdays? I I see my aunt Kel, uh, Tony Martin the singer. Those are the two that I know of. Tony Martin, yeah. Yep. He is Kidding. he is now uh, 98 today. Tony Martin is 98? Yep. When was the last time he sang in front of an audience? Uh, last year. I thought so. Yeah. That's why I said 98? Yeah, once he lost six weeks, you know, he didn't sing for a while, then he read an article, then he decided he should go to New York. I think it was New York. He did a show. And, of course, he was married to Alice Faye in the 30s. And, it was a good-looking guy. They were out of MGM. He had his own radio show. Very classic singer. It's still, still around today. Wow. All right. Now, who else did you say? My Aunt Carol. Your Aunt Carol? Yeah, my Aunt Carol was born on Christmas Day. No kidding. My Aunt Carol in Florida. Uh-huh. Oh. I know who else. I better not say. Tell me. Who? Who? No, no, no. No, 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 somebody else. Okay, birthdays mm -hmm. on December 25th. Oh, I know who. Hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo. Cindy, loo-hoo. Uh-huh. Hoo-hoo. Oh, you think he might call in? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rod Serling was born on December 25th. Mm. Cab Calloway. Ah, uh, Okay. Humphrey Bogart. Bogart. Bogey. Okay. Didn't know that. No. Robert Ripley. The Ripley's, oh, it or not. Uh-huh. Conrad Hilton. Oh. The Hilton Hotel name. Yep. Um, there are a couple here I don't recognize. All right, here's a good one. Louis Chevrolet. Oh. Louis Chevrolet. Okay. Actually, I think it's pronounced Louis. Louis. What's that? It, uh, uh, my guess is he might be French. Well, he's French, yeah. <laughs> or he was French. He died in 1941. Ah, okay. Whoever he is. The name of the car? Say that again. You're away from your mic. Yeah, I know. Was it, is he, did, is the, car, the Chevrolet named after him? Yes. He was a French-born American automobile designer. No very kidding. good. No kidding. Okay. That was very good. And Clara Barton? Founder of the American Red Cross. Oh, okay. A Christmas baby. Mm -hmm. Let's see who else we have. Um, Ricky Henderson. 
Baseball, baseball Hall of Famer? Yep. Is that somebody you knew? Uh-huh. You know that name? I sure do. Whew. Okay. Barbara Mandrell, a country singer. Yep. Um, Larry Zonka. The football player. Yep. Pretty good. Jimmy Buffett. The, the singer. Right. Gary Sandy. Do not know that name. I only know it because it gave me a hint. Ken Goff knows who Gary Sandy is. So I'll wait for a minute and maybe Ken will call in with me. Okay. So I thought that was pretty neat. I got birthdays here. Nice. I want significant events. Uh, I'm trying to think. What would happen on Christmas Day? On, on, well, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, the one I'm thinking about, one five years ago when they had that tsunami, but I think that was the day after Christmas, the one in Asia. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think that was the day after Christmas. Yeah. I get so confused with timelines anyway. Yeah. I don't know. What, what's significant? Well, singer Dean Martin died on Christmas Oh, Day. that's right. I didn't remember that. That's right. I remember, I remember that, 95 or so. 95, 15 years ago. I think Bill, Billy, I think Billy Martin was killed. On Christmas Eve. Yes, he was. Yeah. It was. Uh, he died on Christmas Day. Okay, what else do we have here? Um, we'll get some better stuff. Mm -hmm. mm, we don't care about William the Conqueror, I don't think. Um, here's an interesting one. Katie, I'm going to say Nita is her last name. H-N-I-D-A. Katie Nina. Nita. Does that name do anything for you? Nope. She became the first woman to play in a Division I football game when she attempted an extra point for New Mexico against UCLA. Oh, I remember uh, that. Yeah, I remember the, Yeah, I remember when that happened. Remember that yeah, happening? I do. That was in 2002. It wasn't very long ago. It was the Las Vegas Bowl. Right. And she came in as the kicker. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I didn't know that ever happened. Now don't you know. they have a sex rule or something in, in football? Nope, they don't. Well, I mean, there aren't a whole lot of people who would like to stand there and get bowled over by somebody <laughs> the size of Rosie Greer. <laughs> no, a 300-pound person would be pretty... You have to have some guts. Um, if Rosie Greer came in at 300, he would have lost half of himself before he did it. <laughs> that man is enormous. Yeah. Enormous. I met him one time and didn't do much. I, I interviewed him for about 15 or 20 minutes, and that was it. Walden, he had hands the size of your computer screen. Uh, the, 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 hand, the guy who I met had the biggest hands I ever met personally. You may know the name Frank Howard. He was a baseball player for the Dodgers mm -hmm. and a coach. He had probably the most gigantic hands I ever saw, you know, that somebody who I shook, shook hands with. Those guys, Rosie Greer, any of those big athletes who are that big, it's amazing what their fingers are. The I, I have never seen a man that big before. I mean, he was just big all over. He yeah. was tall. Yeah. He had hands like frying pans. Yeah. He came through a normal doorway, not, you know, anything really skinny. He mm -hmm. came through a normal doorway, and he kind of inched a little bit sideways to make sure, you know, that everything went through. When he sat down, we had folding chairs, you know, the really big, heavy folding chairs yep. in a, a, a meeting room. Yep. He used two, and he filled oh, both of them. Oh, my goodness gracious. He filled both of them. 
I have just never met a man that size before. And I think, you know, what would you think if you saw this man thundering down on you on a football field and you knew that within the next .7 seconds you were going to be under him? You had egg it, would, it would be enough to cure me. Yeah. I'm thinking of Wilk Chamberlain. I understand that Wilk was so big. You know, he was over seven foot. Oh, he was very tall. And they had a specially designed his house for him. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Furnitures and, you know, everything. Had to be uh -huh. specially designed. Now, I have to tell you before I tell you. Tell me. When you grow up in a house of brothers who are sports fanatics, uh -huh. you learn terms and you learn to read things. And I read sports history so I can bring questions to my brother and try to stump him. Right. So, what was Wilt Chamberlain's nickname? Wilt the Stilk. Very good. Now, see, I know that, so I know that it was the truth and yep. a good statement. Yep. I think it's raining out there. I thought I heard a little puddle outside my place. My goodness, it's really raining out there. Wow, we're not supposed to get rain. I didn't order it. That's supposed to go to Charles. You better look. You better look and see. Uh, you better check the Santa trackers just to see if Santa left some raindrops in Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. I was bad because he's not allowed out of <laughs> North Pole, Alaska, with coal because they their energy costs are so high <laughs> that they hold on to every piece of fuel they've got. Oh yeah. But maybe he left with a bag of rain for me. It could have been. Yeah, George Washington today. Uh, with this man crossed the Delaware, maybe? That was around... He crossed the Delaware. Yeah, that was around Christmas time. I had, my family had, in the 70s, I remember, table maps of different revolutionary things, and that's one of the ones that sticks out to memory of my kid. You know, uh -huh. George Washington crossing the Delaware, you know, as a table map. Wow. Considering my mom with DAR and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, that would stuff. be something that she would... Be big know, on. Not new to her by any means. No. Okay, well, this is this is cool. Okay, we got some good stuff today. Rod Serling. Rod Serling had a Christmas birthday in Cab Calloway and Humphrey Bogart. Lots of people born on Christmas. Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. Hey, I will put that away. We still need some phone calls here, folks. Click, 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 click. The time is running down. What was the Grinch's dog's name? Has I knew this one. Has everybody gone to bed? I think they left us. They have just abandoned ship. We have not been this lonely since the first night we started. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think even then we did pretty well. Right, right now this is a pretty quiet stretch for us. This is a quiet time. Even Chris either drove them away, they are sleeping, mm -hmm. or they can't wait to hear the next thing we're going to say. That's true. They're, they're, they're sitting on the edge of their seats. I would, I would prefer that be the case. If and it's all the same to you. Boy, we got lots of stuff out there. Mm, no, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I'm looking through all of my stuff here to see if I can tease some, some interest. Am I teasing interest? Of course not. <laughs> Pulling. See, Willikers. Trivia, trivia. What have we got for trivia? I've got other stuff. What else have I got here? Hmm, this is the 25th, right? 
We have Christmas ornaments I already did in Boxing Day. And holiday towns. You know what? This is fun. Let me tell you the holiday towns. All right. You, you know, of course, uh, and I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we, we did pretty well. I didn't let the cat out of the bag. I put together lists of holiday towns, towns and communities across the country that have Christmas related names. And again, I did an awful lot of research. I went and found them on the internet. Some places I called the county government to find people. And uh, but what's really fun is, um, you know, even the ones I wasn't able to reach or who didn't respond or you know just disappeared. We have, and maybe in July uh, we can get some of these people and, and talk with them about it. But Snowflake, Arizona. That was a nice one. Nice name. Elf, E-L-F, like Santa's elf mm -hmm. in North Carolina. Good. We have lots of Rudolphs across the country, lots of Bethlehems. We have Noel in Missouri. Noel, Noel. We have Reindeer Lane, which was a Christmas tree farm. Uh-huh. They didn't answer me either. Um, St. Nicholas, Jolly, have a Joy, Jolly Christmas. Yeah. No. No. A squillion bells. Antler. I thought that was kind of interesting. I like that. Comet and Donner. Mm -hmm. I did find um, Donner and Blitzen. Right. It's a river. It's a river. It's a river. And it was a river named by early, early settlers. I guess they were German settlers. Uh -huh. And it might have even, it's in Oregon, and it might have been a mining expedition, you know, a, a gold hunt. Right. But it was abandoned, and the only thing that is left is the Donner and Blitzen River. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I could find somebody in a community nearby. Well, the entire thing is surrounded. It's a state park. So, <laughs> and it, it's kept in the wild and all sorts of neat things. So I wasn't able to get anybody from Donner and Blitzen. But I thought it was nifty that I found one. I agree. I totally agree. Partridge, pear tree, yeah. pipers, yeah. mistletoe, yeah. wiseman, shepherd, vixen, jolly, evergreen, garland, spruce. Isn't this great? Wonderful. Uh, swans. We've still got Rudolph candlestick. Oh, my goodness. It just goes on and on and on. Hello there. You're on with Patricia. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Yeah, this is Ken Goff. Oh, no! Uh, you are? Hi, Kenneth. Hello. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I tuned in and was heard you talking about um, the trivia question about the Grinch's dog's name. Yeah. yeah. At first, I thought it was just dog, and then I thought about it some more, and I realized it was Max. It is Max, yes. It is Max. That means I can send you something, Kenneth. I also had another one. Were you there uh, listening when I said Ken Goss knows, knows what this is? Uh, no, I didn't hear that part. Oh, boy. Kenneth, how could you do that to me? Well, I've been recording all night, but I haven't been in the room to hear it. Oh, you're forgiven. Gee. Okay. <laughs> now I have to... That's close. <laughs> I have to go find it again. Gee. Um... I think I remember what it was, but I have to I have to go look. 
Well, you know, my favorite it's, part of the Grinch. It's on the birthdays, Patricia. Yeah, I know, but I have to go to the page first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, the part I love the most about the Grinch is that song that weaves its way through the whole. I know, you're the oh, one. And then the, my favorite line would have to be when the singer says, the three words that best describe you are, and I quote, stink, stink. stank, stunk. <laughs> it was great. Oh, it, it's just so good. Okay, we've got a Christmas birthday here. Hold on, here comes the page. This is in the New York Times. That, I had to go hunting in the New York Times. That here. singer, I'm just doing a quick blank. You know what he's best known for? Uh, what about that uh, that beer commercial? Oh, um, it's more famous commercial than beer. Uh, Are you talking about Robeson? Tonight is something special. Mm, yep, it's a more famous commercial than that. Oh, okay, well. Bigger, bigger. Did bigger. you do the coconut commercial? Bigger than that. Coconut. Um, the biggest commercial of them all, apparently. Practically, yeah. You you And you're talking about the singer? Correct. A commercial? Commercial. Oh, uh, it wasn't Mr. Clean. No, bigger commercial. What? Well, uh, for decades. For decades? For decades. Kenneth, help me. Oh, he's got me stumped, too. Um, this big, booming... Green giant, was it? Bigger, more well-known than Jolly Green Giant. Mm. Can't be. Yes. Can't be? Yes. We would have known. Okay, you tell me. Uh, Tony of Tony the Tiger. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was Tony the Tiger? Yes. It's great. Great. Yeah. Yep. He was one of the original sportsmen that backed up Jack Benny. Oh. In 1941. Well, that either. Yeah. And then, uh, and he backed up, he was the one that, uh, in 1954, Rosemary Cooney had the big hit, This Old House. And that was the guy, um, um, and I'm calling, he lived, he passed away in my area here. I'm just drawing a quick blank. Hmm. He did a ton of Disney stuff. Anyway, so that's the voice. Okay. I'm controlling a sneeze here. What? Oh, let loose. What, I what, what's her sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> no. How often does anybody sneeze go worldwide on the internet? Go right ahead. Uh, Walden has. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's true. If he has treated us to many things. <laughs> treated you to a duck voice for three nights in a row. Wow. Okay, that's my duck voice. Can you hear my duck voice? Yeah, you can. Okay, um, this is a person you will know, and he's got a Christmas birthday, and he's 65 years old, and his name is Gary Sandy. Oh, yeah, that's um, WKRP. Uh, Andy Travis was the character he played. Yeah. The program director. Yeah. See, I told you Ken would know. I said Ken Goff would know this. Yep. And that's what you missed on the air. I said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you do. Well. And he's 65. Probably have it on this. I've been, like I said, I've been recording since 7, so I'll go back on the recording and find Oh, it. you're a good person. Did you hear our 10 o'clock interview with Dave Burns from Humbug, <laughs> Arizona? Yes, I did. Wasn't that wonderful? I, I did, just didn't know there was a humbug anything, let alone a humbug Arizona. That was funny. Nobody knew there was a humbug out there, and I found him. And I, I called. I had to call a couple of times, and now I realize why. There's no phone in humbug. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's where 
don't know what um, where he was at probably a family person's house, but that's the number that's listed for him. And gosh, he was just so nice on the phone. And I called and asked, uh, forgive me if you've heard this, uh, because I did say it earlier. I called when I talked with him. I said who I was and why I was calling, that I was calling places across the country with very special Christmas names to ask if people would be our Christmas guests and, and allow us to interview them. And he said, and I'm your humbug, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. So, but he was fun. He had a lot of good information. Yeah. And stuff. So we can all pack our bags and go to Humbug, Arizona, and find lots of gold in the mountain and avoid scorpions. Right. <laughs> yeah, avoiding scorpions would be number one on my list. That's for sure. <laughs> right. We could do that. I, I don't know. I didn't ask them. I think they've got rattlesnakes out there too. Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah, out oh. there in that area, they probably have a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, there's plenty of little things that shake their tails. So there's yeah. plenty of those out there. <laughs> That's right, a scorpion yeah. does too. Yeah. That's very good, Walden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do good. Okay, Kenneth, do you want one of my other questions? Sure. All right, let me see. What are you in the market for? Are you in the market for a Super McGee and Molly question related to the show that you didn't listen to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, what was Teeny's real name? Oh, boy. Now, see, if you had been listening. Yeah. See, I'd know it right off the top of my head if I'd been listening. Well, we know it's not old boy. I know that for sure. Yeah, that can't be it. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'll say Christina. Oh, goodness gracious. You've got to be kidding me. I'm so far off, aren't I? Yes, you are. The name of the show, in case you didn't hear it, <laughs> the name of the show was A Christmas Card from Elizabeth. Oh, wait a minute now, hold it. How do you get teeny from Elizabeth? Well, Elizabeth is her real name. Yeah, but... This was a Christmas show. Fibber got a Christmas card from someone named Elizabeth. Oh, and he... he had... He had no idea who she was. Molly didn't know who Elizabeth was, and by the middle of the show, he was strutting like a turkey, thinking he was so attractive to women that he was getting Christmas cards from people. (laughs) And Teeny showed up at the end of the show and said, oh, you've got some wonderful cards. Oh, and look, you've got my card. He said, and he said, well, that's a card from Elizabeth. And she said, I know, I'm Elizabeth. (laughs) What do you mean you're Elizabeth? Well, yeah. that's her real name. Her mother calls her Elizabeth, but her father, oh, I know what it, it was, uh, her mother said yes, and my mother said, get the nice card that you got from Mr. McGee, and I will address it for you, Elizabeth. And he said, Elizabeth! As <laughs> 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 only Super could do. So, Teeny's na- real name is Elizabeth. His, her daddy calls her Teeny, but his, her mother always calls her Elizabeth, she said. I'll write that down so I'll know the okay. next time. See, I'm, I'm, you should not have picked. I gave you even a hint about what not to pick. Yeah. That's... And would you like a question about the show you didn't listen to? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you well there for a while, I, I guess I got well, kind of giddy, you know. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, the Elizabeth one I thought you might know from previous times because I've been woofing about that for a long time. (laughs) Okay, so let's see. We've got other ones out here. Uh, Ones that are marked in green are ones that are out. And I said an either-or question. See my either-or question. Okay. Here's my mm -hmm. What, Walden? I was going to help out, but you know what? So I don't need to say anything. Oh, okay. It's my either-or question. The correct name of the Clement Moore poem. Is it, Twas the Night Before Christmas or A Visit from St. Nicholas? A Visit from St. Nicholas. Yes, it is. See? If you listen to the hints... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, Kenneth, you didn't listen to this show. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. So how are you doing? And you have to tell me what I can send you. I'm doing fine. I'm uh, going to have to uh, employ her tomorrow and find out what my hours are for next week. I am so happy you have an employer because I know what a scary time that was for you. Oh, it was, yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see, what was the other question? Oh, what, what? <laughs> you're right with us tonight. This is good. Both Walden, and, well, not Walden. Walden's kind of perky. I'm ready to crash my face against the screen here. <laughs> the, the second question was, what can I send you? Well, what are, What are my choices? All of them. All of them. What What are you in the market for in genre? Are you in a comedy mood or a drama mood or a spooky mood or? Oh, I think a comedy mood. All right. Well, let me give you a rundown of what we got in the comedy department, sir. Third floor comedy. Um, let's see here. Well, that, Good comedy. Okay, I'm going to give you a rundown of what I've got. And if what you want isn't here, then I'll go find something. Okay, comedy. Abbott and Costello, Aldrich, Aldrich Family, Amos and Andy, um, An Evening with George Burns and One with Groucho, Baby Snooks, The Bickersons, Blondie, Bob and Ray. Nobody's ever asked for Bob and Ray recently. Bob Hope, Burns and Allen. We're going alphabetically here and we're only up to the beast. <laughs> Chicken Man. Do you like Chicken Man? I like Chicken Man. Duffy's Tavern, Easy Aces, Eddie Cantor, Fabulous Dr. Tweedy, Fibber McGee and Molly, Fibber, Fibber Special Shows. I've got special shows for Fibber. Um, and, you know, it's a pretty nice collection. Let me see. Hmm. Oh, well. Um, Fred Allen, Golden Age of Comedy. What have we got here? Three? They must be one hour. I don't know what they are. Goons and Idiots Weekly. You like that one? <laughs> yeah. No, the, the names are better than the shows sometimes. The great, <laughs> the great Gildersleeve, Halls of Ivy, It's Higgins, Sir, Jack Benny, Lorenzo Jones, Lumen Abner, Our Miss Brooks, Phil Harris, and Alice Faye, <gasps> Ritz Skelton, The Tooth Fairy, Topper, and, well, oh, I've only got a couple of toppers, and Vic and Sade, got loads of Vic and Sade. How about Fibber Special Shows? That sounds Fibber, let me see what I've got in Fibber Special Shows so I'm not misrepresenting myself. We've got, oh, we've got things like the Screen Actors Guild and the Wistful Vista, Vista Raffle, how they got it. And then I've got Fibber McGee and Molly Comic Book. Uh, it's only six pages plus covers, but it's interesting. It's the only comic book that Fibber McGee ever had. Um, a Lost World War II Era Show. And those are non-high quality shows. 
a scrapbook with photos. Um, let's see, we got a scrapbook. Oh, the act. Oh, the actual Fibber McGee and Molly scrapbook. It is a reproduction. Don't tell anybody of the Fibber McGee and Molly scrapbook book. And you can read it online, and it's got photos and everything. It's in a PDF file. That sounds good. I'd like yeah. that. Okay, and then we've got um, scripts and photos and a TV pilot in an AVI file. Hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. interesting collection, huh? Yeah. Okay, super and special. And you can trade it in. If you don't like it, send it back. Okay. The company guarantees its work. Okay. So what what is your weather up there? I'm just writing down what you want. Oh, it's been cold. Um, we haven't had a whole lot of snow yet. I think once or twice we've had like maybe one or two inches at the most. Let me bring our weather up here and see what we're supposed to be getting here in the next. Okay, so you're you're out of the running because when Fred called in, he said eight to ten inches on his lawn. Oh yeah, well we haven't had anything close to that yet. But okay, well I said anybody who can beat it, I'll make a CD for, but nobody's called in. <laughs> yeah, I I can't lay claim to that yet. I'm sure before it's over. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Don't like that. Okay, well, right now it's 28 degrees, cloudy. Uh, we're supposed to get snow showers tonight, a low of 24. More snow showers tomorrow, flurries on Monday, then partly cloudy on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, the high is not supposed to, between now and Wednesday, get any higher than 31 degrees. Uh -huh. The low is going to be tomorrow night, I guess, when it should be going down to 18. 18. Now, tomorrow night it's going to be 37, and the next night it's going to be 33 here. That's not legal. I know that. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. I never knew that it could ever get that low in Florida, especially southern Florida. Southern Florida. Well, northern Florida, you know, it, it's, it's pretty far north. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think it, it's like easy, I say easy driving, a reasonable driving distance to Atlanta from the north end of the state. Yeah. It's, it's pretty far north, but boy, I'm about as far. I'm pretty south, you know? Yep. And I think this is illegal. I checked the book, and it says here, quote, <laughs> it is illegal to be 35 degrees in Fort Myers, Florida, end quote. Well, like I've heard you say so many times, you're not built for this kind of weather. I am not built for this kind of weather. I think it's really unfair. Charles is up there laughing at me, and I've, I have inflicted a snowstorm that's coming. I said, fine, you're going to be punished. You get snow, and he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charles. I really didn't do it, Charles. It just happened. <laughs> oh. So you're going to go to work tomorrow? Well, uh, I'm going to – I could call over there, or I can go over there. It's only two and a half miles away just to find out what my schedule is going to be. I, I won't – have to work tomorrow, but oh, that's good. Whatever hours I have um, will fall somewhere between Monday and next Saturday. So I just need to find out when I'm supposed to show up. Well, if if you don't have to work tomorrow, stay home and stay warm. When you've got a telephone instead of a car, do it. Yeah. What are, you, what are your gas prices running up there? Do you have any idea? Have you been out recently? Uh, about a week ago, they had just for the first time in a long time crept up just over $3 a gallon, but now they think they're back down to like um, 
oh, I want to say like 275, 280, something like uh, that. I was out and about tonight, and I passed a couple of gas stations, and all of them were over $3 for regular. Wow. And we haven't seen that for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you think about it, 10 gallons is not an awful lot to put in a car or any kind of a vehicle. Yeah. At that price, you're talking $30 plus. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't even do gallons. it by the gallon anymore. I, I buy by the days when, I, when I put gas in the car, I'll put $10 in, and uh, if it's closer to payday or I've just had a payday, then I might go 15 Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't, that doesn't come to a whole lot of gallons. I, I don't think I ever have the tank or rarely have the tank fuller than half full. Yeah. My my poor Toyota baby should be losing weight because her tummy is never full. <laughs> I, I do this. I do the same thing. I will put in ten dollars or fifteen dollars. I don't have places to go. I don't drive to work. I don't. I just don't. Yep. So everything that I do is local driving and personal driving. I don't have to commute. I don't have to put up with what other people do on the road. So I'm like you. I put in dollars, not gallons. Yep. So. We're just not going to get as much for our dollars as we were a couple of months ago. That's right. Walden, do you know how much your gasoline is costing out? Uh, I think it costs a three twenty-three, something like that. Yikes. Holy mackerel! I think so. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, but really, compared to other places in the country, like I've been shocked to see over the last couple of years. Have Have you guys ever kept kept track of what's some of the most expensive? Uh, gasoline places are in the country. Yeah, I when when the prices were up over five dollars in a couple of places. I know New York City was up over five dollars. Well, for there a wasn't while. it wasn't number then, it wasn't it's not it wasn't number one or two. Can you take, can you take a guess what number, two? Number one. Um, many times when they used to quote um, who was number one and who was number two. They they took turn. New York was number two. No, New York was not in the top two. You're jossing me. Wow. No. Okay. Um, I'll say Los Angeles. No. Whoa. It's some screwy. Yes. Screwy in in the plains or the yes. desert yes. or something. Yes. Um, Wichita. No. Am I warm? Yes. <laughs> Oklahoma City. <laughs> no, man. You're 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 in you're the same. You're in the right part of the country. Kansas City. No. Um, I'm in the right part of yeah. the country. Yeah, and it, I remember being puzzled about it because it I, has I, no real challenges in correct. terms of delivery out there. It's not like they have to go across a thousand bridges it, it, and across it, forty. It's close to Kenneth. Hmm. It's close to Kenneth. Is it Ken? Yeah, in the Midwest. Chicago. You're very close. Think of the other major city near Chicago. Detroit. No. Think of Chicago. What city near Chicago? Walton, I am geographic. I know. I'm trying to help. I am language challenged and geography challenged. <laughs> you will win every time if you give me the blue question in Trivial Pursuit. And the other one is, thank you, far west. Furthest west you can go. He doesn't give up. Hawaii. Hawaii, right, Ken. That, now, that sort of makes sense to me because the you know, oil guy be shipped in there. Yeah. So, the other one, I would get... They, they don't have a direct pipeline. interstate. Yeah. They can't go on an interstate. Right. And the other one, they generally always number one. They totally. Hey, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee. 
Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Milwaukee? Yes. <laughs> and you told me I was close with Well, you were. We with were. Kansas? Well, I, I consider the plane. challenged, too. I know, but I think the planes in the Midwest are pretty much the same, but some people are saying no. Well, the planes in the Midwest are a whole lot different from Milwaukee. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, consider Milwaukee, I, I consider Milwaukee the Midwest. Yeah, I, I think generally, uh, let's see, Not like the planes. in Minnesota, no. uh, Chicago, Indiana, Ohio, do Michigan, I know and not one of the other like Chicago. I don't know. Huh? I don't know why. That's why when I when we we hit the, I was always surprised to see which one. San Francisco case we would make it up there, which makes sense because everything's expensive in San Francisco. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I am going to go check my electric company because the mayor of North Pole, Alaska, yesterday, was talking about, how, how much was he talking about in, was it 44 cents per kilowatt hour? 22. 24? 22 cents. 22? And, and plus, remember, he was talking both, he had to heat both oil and electricity. Right. He was buying 10 gallons a month plus the electricity. Wow. He, he was talking about yeah, I think it was more than 10 gallons a month. But anyway, he was talking about an average of $500 a month. For the utilities. Heating and, and electricity. Man. For oil and electricity. Now, i got to tell you, that would make me want to roll over and say, call me, I'm in Miami. Right, right. Yeah, wow. Now, no, you know, we never have anything close to that here. <laughs> now, you know, I know Alaska is one of those states that the citizens... Uh, get the subsidies from the oil companies. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty good hunk of... Like $1,200 this yeah. year per person. Yeah, but still, that's not a lot to... Uh, it, it, after two months, you're eating all that go- goodbye, you know. Uh-huh. Okay, hold on. i got to sign in here. And then, and then... You know what, What besides Alaska, you know what else state in the union does very well financially for the citizens? Which I don't know if any of us really want to live. Because it'd be too darn cold. Well, I'm not so sure if these people can't, don't want to dress up a lot of lights for Christmas in a place like North Pole, Alaska, because it's so expensive, yeah. energy costs are so high, they win the prize. Okay, now somebody else, another state takes care of its citizens? Uh-huh. Yeah, it does so well with their own rights. Nevada? Not Nevada and not Minnesota. Thank you. Thank you to the Midwest slash Plains. You know, here we go again. Walden and his... I'll give you a hint. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. It was the person who wore two shoes on the 45th day of December in 1953 on a radio show that was rebroadcast in 1948. Walden, what's the answer? Well, right. let me give you another hint. All right. Population of 400,000 people. I told you, Ken. I told you. He's uh, doing it again. It does so well that, I mean, the universities are rolling dull. See, Kenneth, what I have to live with? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this state has, has more U.S. senators than do congressmen. Hmm. Has more senators? Uh-huh. How can you have more senators? Oh, they've only got one congressman? Correct. Oh, for heaven's sakes, and it's a state? Yes. Iowa. Uh, you're getting warm, Ken. Okay, well, good. I'm always happy to be getting warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see, what's out there? Uh, well, it, I've been there in July and August in the summer, and it, and you get big, gigantic hailstorms. We have a cabin that you can only, we used to have a cabin that you only get to visit two times a year because you snowed in and you can't get in there. Two months out a year, practically. Nebraska. No. South Dakota. No, but you're close. Think of, you're in the you're in, what's near the Dakotas. Uh, Population four hundred thousand. You say had a vice president of the United States from this state. Uh, you see what I mean, Kenneth? I'm just kind of zoned out here. He's got more hints. Give him another hint. He's not only the walking encyclopedia of old-time radio, I think he's just the walking encyclopedia. <laughs> you name the, the, you know, the, 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 the universe subject the, name in there. The university's nickname is the Cowboys. The major city that people know is, is, oh, well, now, I'll, be, I'll give a better hint. In old-time radio, in 1948, the Lone Ranger named the capital as Lone Ranger Frontier Land. <laughs> they did a long, they did a 15th anniversary Lone Ranger show from the state. Idaho. <laughs> you see um, what I mean? All right, all right. I. 